what is doing in our lives within the week. Small things or big things, you could, you could see and know that it's God who is working. And the testimony is very, very important. It, it boasts our faith and also encourages others. So all of you can just be sensitive to what the Lord is doing and to do for the hour. That's why I really believe. I really believe each and every one of us has his own testimony. Because the Lord is working. We're just an incentive to God. Small things or big things, God is working. So praise God. So let's continue our service this evening. You know, and uh, standing in the middle of our bishop, because our bishop is now in Alan and the bishop of and the bishop. So here we continue our meeting service. And tonight we will say things about slender season. And the connection that is that what I want to arrive or even the prayer is that Lenten season will not pass without touching We become liturgy. There's something that has to work in a heart and mind to be able to call sacramental thinking. If you come to set to charismatic people. And we come to season of Lent. Most of don't give attention to this between we are charismatics. But when we come the liturgical, we give no emphasis to this. It is the time. Recollection and what we're doing, what the Lord has given unto us, and also remembering what the Lord has done to us today, especially for the year. So it helps us once again to regain our balance, to know where we are, and sometimes we want, we should have retreat so that we can learn to go forward. People don't retreat, you see, retreat. Something that, like, you know, the, the passes out, the, those rebels said, uh, retreat for a while and fight on the day. It's not a retreat for surrender, but they retreat to regroup and then to plan and then stay once again and perpetuate. That's what I want. It's not something retreat of surrendering and backing out, but something that to regroup, to recollect, plan again, and then let's have an attention. That's the uh, formula of, say, uh, people in the military or sometimes uh, whatever military company. So they have to think what's going on. So, season of land will help us to see where we are. Because without that, we're just floating. We don't know where we are going. Every, uh, we say, person should at least have a full uh, checkup in our health. We don't know what's going on in our health. Even our cars, there's a full uh, checkup in what's going on. Because sometimes we all know that there's a problem when there's already a problem. Like, uh, is there any scar? It's not stuck because there's a problem. 
And mostly in her life, it only helped us to know that there's a problem and there's a little trouble going on. There's something wrong. And that's been signaling us that there's uh, something wrong. And that's sometimes it always gives us a time to stop for a while and ask, what happened? Because you are so busy people. So busy people. But let them see the almost once again to put our sticks, the new normal, or we'll say neutral for a while, or slow here, so that we could know what's going on. Good healing. Like our uh, multicolor. And then the one right back every day, I noticed something I could hear, something wrong. Something wrong. Because we hear something wrong. Because we always get every day that we check. So today, tonight, when we emphasize this evening, is going to Jesus, the Jesus, the healer of our soul. Being sacramental people, what Deep and liberal to us is the confession. And as also charismatic people, we have already in our mind we need to uh, confess to God. He's faithful to forgive our sins. But always remember what Bishop Tim really says when he is here and we're there. So, it's a long line for healing. And there's no one in the confession. So I really get that. If they go to confession, long line for confession is a short line in healing. So it takes years to digest our community. So I need to say that the manifestation of our physical is just a manifestation of the condition of our spiritual. If our spirit is sick, then Eventually, our doubt will be You see, our soul, not only our bodies, but our soul, is sick. And it needs the healing of God. And here, in Mark chapter 1, verse 40 to 45, about the little. This should be uh, in our old. Uh, uh, BCP, it should be the top, the, the gospel reading in the last Sunday of Epiphany. But there's no revision to that. Instead of this, uh, talk about transfiguration. Mark chapter 1, verse 40 says, Now Libra came to him, calling him, kneeling down to him, saying to him, If you're willing, you can be clean. Then Jesus moved with compassion, set out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. As soon as they had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him 
and he was cleansed. And he strictly warned him and sent him away at once and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer for yourself cleansing those things which Moses commanded as a testimony to them. However, he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the matter so that Jesus could no longer openly enter the city that was outside in certain places and they came in him from every direction. So, what I want to emphasize in this reading is about talking about healing of the liver in the physical body. But here, I will say this the word leprosy or ketom or aro or sabisaya. See, I'm not talking here about healing or physical healing of these leprosy, but also of soul and spirit. And that's what I emphasize here. The healing of the soul. Their healing also could be also a healing. Because Jesus is our healer. He always says in the Eucharist, just say the word, and my soul will start to heal. Have you looked at our Eucharist today? It says that like confession. My soul will heal. And that's what Lenten season, not only talking about our physical healing. But our healing of our soul and spirit. Because if that be treated, then Easter would come and same old, same old, same old, same problem going back, going back, going back. Why? Because it's not been addressed in the spirit. So this problem going back, going back, going back to you, whenever, whenever. It means to say is that has been addressed in the spirit. That's why it can keep in coming back. Same problem. And here it says, and the leper came to him, before him, kneeling down to him, saying to him, If you're willing, you can live with me. Here, come to Jesus and say, If you're willing. He believed that is evil, but asking God is willing. He said, I am willing. I am willing. I am willing. So you can apply this in the season, brothers, is that God is willing to heal us. Especially our soul. Especially our soul. And spirit. Because that's most mostly our problem is. What appearance outside is just manifestation of the inside. Compassion of Jesus with his arms touching and said to him, and willing to cleanse, as I spoken, he immediately delivered it and he was cleansed. The word from the centurion, the Savior Lord of the Son. Also connected here. As soon as spoken, immediately left to left. As I have spoken, that's why I say the word, Lord, and I will. 
was really understanding. Speak to me, and I will come. And that's what I'm arrived this evening. Healing our soul and spirit. Because we are healing our soul and spirit. We will never grow the Lord. It will affect our relationship with others. It affect your family, your ministry, and your church. Which is something wrong in our soul. And here it says here, Lord, they come to Jesus. Lord, to really so first, they come to Jesus and acknowledge that Jesus is the Lord. Because they know there's something wrong in themselves. So I'm not just talking about here what you call physical healing, but healing our soul and spirit. Because leprosy is connected to sin. So not only about physical healing, but about sin in our life. See, Isaiah says, Isaiah chapter 1, he says, 5 and 6, Why should you stricken again? You will revolt more, more and more, the whole head is sick and the whole heart faints. And the soul will fall even to the head. There is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises. And for divine souls that has been closed to bound up, pursued with ointment. Souls here also talk about leprosy. Because leprosy is something, a, a virus in our body, and it says that they like. Um, there are some stages that we eat the inside of us and it come out in our skin and sometimes the more of it just the fingers are falling, the skin is bursting. That's why we have to be isolated. So we will see here leprosy as a sin in our lives. Sin in our hearts. There's leprosy in our hearts. And that's the thing that the Lord wants to cleanse in us. That leprosy in our hearts. We become lepers because there's sin in our heart. Not only manifested the physical fear. But in our heart that manifested in our life that needs to be cleansed. So here Isaiah says that the correlate leprosy is a sin, the source, the soul that never binded. And in Leviticus, that's where mostly you say you have to go to the priest. Because that is the law in in the Old Testament, especially Leviticus 13, it talks about what we do about leprosy, the law about leprosy. So, this is all in Leviticus chapter 13. It's a long, long chapter, just a thick as well. Life 
this. Let us see. Sin is like something that inside of us, deep in our heart. Verse 8, chapter 13 says, The priest will examine the sore of the skin of the body. If the hair and sore are turned white, and the sore appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is deeper sore. Then the priest will examine him and pronounce him and him. So here, let us see, is said deeper in the body or the skin of the body. So also the sin in our, in our life is inside of us. And not only that, it spreads. Verse 8. If the priest sees that the scar has indeed spread on the skin, then the priests are pronouncing unclean. It is Sin also spread if it's not or contained or not address whatever the problem in us it spreads it contaminates our whole body it affects you and affect it also affects others and the words in verse 45 and 46 is leprosy where it isolates them from other people That's why they have to meet other people, they say, and clean and clean, they have to speak them. In 45 to 46, now the leper of whom the sword is, his clothes shall be torn and his head bare, and he shall cover his muscles and cry and clean and clean. He shall be unclean. All the days the sources shall be unclean, he is unclean and he shall dwell alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. So that's why labor has to be isolated. Because that is the law. Now, in related to the sin, sin separates us from God. It separates us. It sticks inside of us, and it spreads, and it isolates us or separates us from God. That is the situation. Now, seeing is the sin. All of us has a leprosy in our All of us. And that's the first thing we have to do. Like this little group in Mark 1. They came to Jesus. It means to say they acknowledge that there's something wrong in them. Because without acknowledging it, you will say you have no sin. There is no problem. Or maybe uh, you don't see. But being a leper, you cannot deny it because your skin is the soil. You cannot deny that. It could be seen. This, there is what you call proof. But there is something wrong in our heart and spirit. It could also be seen in our life. You gotta deny that because the abundance of the heart and our spirits, it comes out of us. You maybe can deny it, you could cover it, you could, you know, make a facade of it, but there's still something wrong because our life is speaking. 
I worry to speak. I actually wouldn't see you. So you be in denial. But the truth of the matter, there is a problem in us. So life is clear. First, we come to Jesus, Lord, who can really heal us. The first step to healing of our soul and spirit is the acknowledgement that there's something wrong in us. There's something wrong that needs to be addressed. And only God could heal us. Only God could change us. So first, these sleepers know that God is the one who helped them. That's why they come to him. They came to him for help. And as we read, which we know you can, as a reading, he said, Yeah, I'm willing. So the first step is to acknowledge. And going further before going to Jesus. First of all, know Jesus. You know Jesus is the healer. That's why we come to him. Now we say, what about if you believe that Jesus is a forgiving God? Because if they have no revelation or concept that Jesus is a forgiving God, why confess to God? The son knows his father is so good and forgiving. That's why he go back to him. The father putting on the son. He's going back to his father. Because he knows his father is good and kind and forgiving. That's why we have to know and put our heart and believe that God is forgiving God. Because it's easy for us to ask forgiveness to God. It's easy for us to represent back to God. Because we know God a person of no revelation that God or Jesus is forgiving and forgiving God will not ask forgiveness to God. Or even worse, is not also forgiving. Is that is just a simple manifestation because we have no revelation that God is forgiving. They don't want to ask forgiveness to God. They are like also ask forgiveness to others. They will not forgive others. And also they will not forgive themselves. People of no relation with God is that they continue to be hung with guilt, with past guilt, because they cannot forgive themselves. They have done those things. They cannot forget. They cannot move on because they cannot forgive themselves. They cannot forgive others. Or even they cannot also have forgiveness to others. Why? Because they have no concept of God is unforgiving. It's without then we ask forgiveness to God, repentance. Others. And also, then it's easier to ask forgiveness if they are wrong, 
to accept a mistake because we know the mistake. You know, sometimes we want to confess because the enemy is, you know, putting something black in your neck to the speak. And that's called pride. In the last part of black, the lion always cuts his brain in the neck. So that they gotta speak, they gotta say, the good word is, at the companion, there's a lion in the mission. That's why most of this, what they call, predator, predator hunter, they always get the prey in the neck. They cannot shout to ask help or to warn other animals there's a lion. That's what the enemy is doing. He catches in the neck. You cannot speak. Your pride. You will not speak. You will not confess. You will not accept. Because the enemy has broken your neck. So, here is the truth. They ask Jesus, Jesus, help us. First step is to know that God forgive you. And knowing that it's easy to come to God, Lord, help me. Lord, help us. There's something wrong. There's something There's something As to come to Jesus, so open our heart to Jesus. That's what the what says in our um, the readings. In uh, as Wednesday, rend your heart and not your garments. Rend means to open our hearts to God and let God work in Let God speak to you and let God, through uh, His Spirit, speak to us. And we need it with Not only doing it every day, our Prayer time is electric. We ask God to have a to speak to us, to speak to His Word, to maybe God will speak to the Holy, maybe God will speak to the Bible, or maybe God will use other people to speak unto us. It's easy for us to deny. It's easy for us to make our, our independence. But what 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 other side of it? Why do you give us a maybe God? Maybe God is using this question. Maybe God. It's easy for us to make a defense. To defend ourselves. What about saying maybe God is using this question? Maybe God. He's using it to be able to use the donkey to speak. What about other people? Maybe the bishop is preaching. Maybe somebody is uh, uh, sharing. God wants to speak this. Open up. And then he came to teach 
dor de la cruz. Como dice, con pasión en el cuerpo. Y ya se ha venido. Yo no voy a contestar ese tema. Te pido por eso. Te das vos de las manos. Te salto mi voz. Al espíritu. Sí. Te pides la paz a Jesús. Te pides la paz a tu felicidad. Porque vengas por la otra persona. Y te conforme. Y ellos dicen, yo opino. Yo opino. Y tú opinas a la palabra de Dios. Y que Dios lo opina. Con el sacramento. Y que Dios lo opina. Con el sacramento. Bueno. Y en realidad, la presta. Pedro. And there's a confession. All of us will confess our vision to so everybody. And everybody is okay. We will put in patriarch. So okay. So we do the now with the vision. But of course, we have more face for the desire, so somebody is okay to me. So we can go to a vision. And nobody is going to the patriarch. And since everyone is going and standing, I don't have to go to him. But I am not standing there. I do all the visit now of food. And they, everyone else on the planet, they have to go to other visit, not to the partner. And what I say? So, it's confession. That's it. Uh, the city is coming, coming up. I always, always say after the English, and then I do it again. I said, okay, no. let the sacrament work. Let the sacrament work. Sacrament of confession with grace, and grace will receive to the Eucharist. Keep on confession, and keep on taking the Eucharist. The protector, I said, let the Eucharist, let the sacrament work. Okay. So, with that in mind, the sacrament to the confession, the sacrament to the Eucharist, will help us change our father. So, with faith in that, to the sacrament, the grace that is uh, in that sacrament could help us change. But first, uh, there should be an admission that we need help. There's an admission that we need the help of God, that there's something wrong us. And that's something the Lord was working in us. The Holy Spirit beginning to work in our spirit. You see? Why? Because the flesh is there to block those things like that, that the flesh would produce a crime, will hinder that. That's why the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, will continue to come, will continue to come our crime and the sense that you call it to be broken. 
not a broken, not, not a broke person. It's another, that's another thing. This was a broken, a broken heart. A person who is now a broke, willing to start And the Lord continued to work in our lives, continued to break. Even you like it or not, even you're conscious or not, that is the work of the Holy Spirit. The word sanctification means that is his work to sanctify us, to make us holy, to his word and whatever things that we will do. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. Continue to make our father uh, open before us. And that is his work. That's what I said. When you grow up, not so that the word of God could, the Holy Spirit could work in our heart. So many sentences, we have time. We have time to pray. Time to summarize, time to record, time to, to uh, you know, I'm telling the Lord speaking to one of us. We need this help. Don't let this, let this be out. Our spirit and our begin with a mission. Healing starts with a mission that we need help. Person that admit that no problem them, he has really received any healing. The person never received any help because they have admitted that he needs help. So is lending someone to God, to Jesus, and Lord, I need help. There's something wrong in me. That's the first step. And that's something else that to work out. Because our pride is always there to hinder that we have no problem. There is no sin. Our pride. And that's also the Holy Spirit's talent. Our pride. Our part then to humble us. Like this, people, they will say already, people who say have no pride already. They've been broken into people. What their situation is, is a Lord help I don't know. I don't know what maybe the how this little bit falling from Lepros people. I don't know what's the last. Maybe the people who also think much of themselves, or maybe trusting all of themselves. Because always the Lord always do that. That we learn to know Him and learn about ourselves. Never trust ourselves. That sometimes it allows failure in our lives. Because that one. Pick up pride and never to trust ourselves again. Never to trust our talent ability, but to trust God. Look at those people in the Bible. Before he could use them, he had to curse them. Like Moses. He didn't see the Savior of Israel. He killed those two Egyptians. And he said, I kill them. He looked he sat inside in the mountain and there he came down and 
the Lord roared in his pride. And then the Lord thundered. Go on, he said, You go now to his life. Who will come again? That's another Jesus. Not the first Jesus. And the Lord has told him now to go to the Who am I? A person who is broken. I'm going to find him. And that's what the Lord did. Thank you.